Orchestrators. I go through pens and shoes like chewing gum. Sounds like you need Adobe Sign orchestrated by CDW to securely automate e-signatures and workflows across devices from anywhere. Integrating with existing tools, Sign can save your organization time, money, and miles. Thank goodness I can finally take these shoes off. No, no, no. Back on, back on. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Adobe Sign. A work of art by David Bowie is up for auction in Canada. The painting is a bright blue and red acrylic that was just sitting at a thrift store. The seller picked it up for just four bucks, then realized it was signed by Ziggy Stardust himself, David Bowie's alter ego. The auction's gone another week, but the highest bid so far is $18,000. The painting was one of 47 pieces of art that Bowie created between 1995 and 97. He titled the series Deadheads. Bowie died in 2016 after a long battle with liver cancer. He was 69 years old. Monica Ricks, CBS News. One of the world's top tennis players is pulling out of Wimbledon and the Tokyo Olympics. 35-year-old Rafael Nadal says he's listening to his body a week after he lost in the semis at the French Open to Novak Djokovic. Nadal won Wimbledon twice and took home gold at the 2008 Olympics in Beijing and the 2016 Games in Rio. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. It's all about the nose. It's your air filter, the first line of defense against bacteria and viruses. If too many germs get stuck in your nose, guess what? You get sick. That's why it's so important to keep your nose clean, just like washing your hands. Nasal irrigation gets rid of germs by rinsing the nasal cavity, but neti pots are hard to use and, frankly, kind of gross. Now there's a better way to keep your nose clean and help your body protect itself. It's called Navage Nasal Care. Navage uses powered suction to flush out allergens, mucus, bacteria, and viruses. Millions use Navage for fast, all-natural relief from sinus congestion and allergies and to breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. Navage is easy to use, affordable, and comes with an absolute guarantee of satisfaction. You wash your hands and brush your teeth every day. Now it's time to start cleaning your nose with Navage. At Navage.com, CVS, Walgreens, Bed Bath, Target, and Rite Aid. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Today is Jenny's first day at her new office. Her coffee is strong. Her hair is done. And as she checks her phone for traffic updates, 20-minute delay. Yikes. She realizes she made the right move by building a brand new office right in her own home. Wow. Morning commute wasn't too bad. Made record time. Ohio University Credit Union can increase your space and your sanity. With our low-rate home equity loans, you can build the home office you've been dreaming of by using your hard-earned equity. You can also consolidate debt, take a vacation, or make some much-needed home improvements. Plus, with our new appraisal fee offer, you'll save even more. But you better hurry. This promotion ends June 30th. Visit OUCU.org equity and start applying today. That's OUCU.org equity. Equal housing opportunity. Loan subject to credit approval. Federally insured by NCUA. NMLS number 433809. Jerry's Fireworks, formerly Hamburg Fireworks Factory Outlet, is open and stocked with the biggest selection of your favorite fireworks at all new low prices. 500-gram cakes, aerial shells, reloadables, base fountains, you name it, we've got it. We're open 9 to 9, 7 days a week. Located right off Route 33, just 4 miles south of Lancaster. You don't want to miss our blowout prices, so stop in today or check us out online at jerryfireworksfactory.com. Since 1970.
1972, Dan Inman Electric has been providing professional solutions at fair prices. Whether it is dedicating a line for your computer, running all new electric lines, installing new lighting, air services, ductwork for distributing the best heating and cooling throughout your home, or complete HVAC system installations for the home or office, Dan Inman Electric can hook you up. Consider a backup generator for those untimely Southeast Ohio power outages. Call Dan Inman Electric, 740-593-8813. That's Dan Inman Electric, 740-593-8813. All these fried chicken sandwich wars got us thinking, what are they hiding with all that bread? Oh yeah, they're hiding all the fried chicken. But the new fried chicken taco from Taco John's doesn't. Wrapped in a warm tortilla so the flavor's even closer to your taste buds. With your choice of two unique sauces that really, really bring the flavor. Each for just $2.49. Whoa, that's even less bread. The new fried chicken taco from Taco John's. Bigger, bolder, better. Download our app for exclusive deals. You good? Anything you want to talk about? Here if you need me. Just want to check in. Appreciate you. Everyone feels less than okay sometimes. They may not want your advice, but they may welcome your ear. Be present is a simple but powerful way to be there for others, especially now when many are separated. Help teens and young adults find their power, conquer the difficult times, and get to a better tomorrow. Be present, Ohio. Sponsored by the Ohio Suicide Prevention Foundation and aired in cooperation with the OAB and this station. Do you have what it takes to be our cutest prom couple? Here are the rules. No purchase necessary. Open to all area high school, private school, and homeschool students in the Power 105, Classic Hits 970, and 97.1 FM, WATH listing area. No college students, please. All photos need to be appropriate, clean, and clear. No filters and selfies, please. Message a photo of you and your prom date to the Power 105 Facebook page now through June 18th, 2021. More details to come. Keep listening to Power 105 and Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio AM 970 and 97.1 FM WATH Wow, look at that sunshine It's so welcome and uh, let's see here if I can get the weather forecast to show up Maybe, oh, here. 61 right now. Headed to 81. And our monthly visit with the mayor of the city of Athens, Steve Patterson, today. Right here on 970 WATH, the party line. All right. Well, this uh, crazy morning, folks, it's been in, uh, but not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. Okay, so let's see here. Steve, before we get too far in, I often do the... um, Oh, what do you call it? The um, updates on the COVID stuff, right? Right. And uh, I I saw last, when I did my stats, and it was late last night because I had meetings throughout the day, we have not had a new case in two days in our county. Not one new case. That's great. It is great. 
That is great. That's uh, and I and we only had two that on uh, Sunday. Do you have the total active cases in front of you? Yes. Is it seventeen? Um, according to my notes, it's thirty-one, but that's for the county. Hmm. Uh, but you know, it depends. It's. Uh, I, you know, I've been doing this since this whole thing began. In fact, my first report was on November 19th of 19. And I see this chart here? Yeah, I do. Okay, so. I wish, that's, every, that's I wish everyone listening could see this sheet. Okay. But I have found over the course of doing this that some of the reports differ. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, for the sake of consistency, I've just stayed with the same particular ones. But there are some that will say this, we're better in this than the ones I use. Some will say we're worse. But anyway. Uh, but no new cases in Athens in uh, the last two days, and only two day, two of them the day before that. So, right now... I have 31 active cases. You'd think there's 17, right? That's what I had heard uh, when I did my weekly update with the mayor and Kyle Johansson, who does the weather, sports, and COVID-19 updates. And he, I believe he said that there were 17 active cases. Now, he, as you just mentioned, he could be getting his data from somewhere different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, now you say Kyle does this for, what, the city website? He, well, you know, I do something on the government channel every Wednesday at 2 o'clock. I'm sorry, I don't know this. Oh, yeah, I've been doing it since day one. Okay, so you have a, this live or taped or what? It's live. It's live and it's live. uh, We use, it's streamed on Facebook as well, but it's live on the government channel at uh, 1024. So it's every, like I said, every Wednesday. The time of the show is what? At 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Oh, it's 1024. Yeah, channel 1024. Channel 1024. Oh, on, the, on uh, Spectrum. On right? Spectrum. Time Warner or yeah, whatever they Whatever are. it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Scott Thompson and Ryan Schwartzkopf have, have – Ryan Schwartzkopf, they've been doing this, uh, running the government channel for quite some time. Yeah, uh, the people I, I used to know doing it, uh, I think, have you know, moved on, so to speak. But, uh, yeah. All right. Well, gee, learning things all the time. Yeah, I'll have to have you on my show one of these days. Well. Dave? I uh, don't have the face for television. Oh, okay. Face for radio. (laughs) Um, Let's see here. I had uh, come in here with this uh, best beach towns to live in, but I guess we don't need to talk about it. (laughs) <laughs> what would that be? Dow Lake and uh, around us? And <laughs> if we just Lake, Lake Snowden? This, this was a national. <laughs> the banks of the Hawking River? Canaanville. Um Okay, so let's, let's just go through a bunch of stuff, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, there's a lot all, happening. There's a lot happening this week. And there's, even though, you know, things are slowly still opening up. Uh, there is a number of things that are going to be happening throughout the summer. That Thank goodness. Now, um, as most of our audience knows, I ran the Copperheads for a long time. And really, from the beginning. Uh, very popular item, and it's really hurt me, personally. Uh, now, I, I 
my connection with him ceased three years ago, two years ago, something like that. But it's really hurt me that since I've been gone, they really haven't had a season. Right. And this year I thought, now, by golly, if I were still involved, I would make sure they had a season. But uh, the powers that be didn't. Um, but they are working hard to do some other things. Well, they are. And uh, they're a great organization. Now, um, let's see. I've There's three things that I know are going on. I can't describe two of them, but we have a note about a third that you really like. So what is it? Well, this is interesting. This was brought to my attention um, uh, in a meeting yesterday with some individuals from representing the Copperheads. And what they're doing is they're going to be having a inaugural Copperheads Community Cup, which is really interesting. And it's a it's a week long uh, series of events, I guess mm-hmm. is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's going to start on July nineteenth and run through the twenty fourth. So it's a Monday through a Saturday. It's uh, well, you know, is it going to be at Peden Stadium? Not Peden. What am I saying? Uh, Bob Rem. Field. Well, some some things may take place there, but a lot of them are going to be happening on city properties, i.e. Field 1 and Field 2 down at West oh, State Street okay. Park or at the Community Center. But it's going to be everything from trivia night to uh, basketball tournament, softball tournament, hot dog eating contest, cornhole tournament. Each night or each day, really, is a, is a different event. And they're looking for teams of 10 to 15 individuals per team uh and it doesn't mean that each team has to do everything monday through saturday you can have a couple people that want to who are brainiacs and know everything trivia so they're representing your team at trivia night uh you can have another couple people who are ringers for cornhole and they're doing that on wednesday uh and then there's the softball team and that would be a full softball Mm. team uh, i believe of nine or ten players and uh it's fifty dollars per person, uh, and you must be twenty-one to do this. And there's after each of these events, there's also uh, get-togethers for everyone, um, either at the the fields wherever they're at, or at the community center. Mm-hmm. So this is pretty cool. Um, and this is one way in which this keeps Copperheads baseball on everyone's minds. Um, as you just indicated, they didn't have a season last year. They're not going to have a season this year. And a lot of that, I think, uh, and I, I support, you know, preserving your brand because, you know, everyone here knows who the Copperheads are. And uh, it's a lot like everyone knows what Ohio Brew Week is. So yeah, encouraging people to partake in this. I will likely be pulling a team together of, of uh, people who work for the city and people who don't. Uh, it'd be fun to see how many people I can pull in to who are good in these different areas. You know, in the old days, uh, there used to be an adult softball league. Oh, And for all I know, it still exists, but um, WXTQ had a team, and uh, Scott's father was the one of the pitchers. And uh, Pat Kelly was on the team, former sheriff. Right. And uh, I could go on and on. And Orly Sailors, um, uh, well, anyway. Well, that was so there yeah i've i've that was pre my involvement with softball here in the city of athens but i i've heard about that to where there was a men's league a women's league a church league a, yes. a co-rec league 
Um, what's left now is there is the co-rec league still plays. Um, so uh, they didn't play last year. Uh, they played the year before. I'm not 100% sure as to whether that league will come together again this summer. I hope so. Uh, my wife Connie and I played. Uh, we resurrected the Tonys uh, softball team and and really enjoyed it. Did it for 10 years. Uh, it, you're talking like Tony and Cheryl? Tony and Cheryl Sylvester, yeah. yeah Tony cool. and Cheryl sponsored <laughs> the, the Tony's Tavern team, and uh, we were a force to be reckoned with. I'll you know, <laughs> I'm, I have to admit, Our clubhouse, we had the coolest clubhouse in the entire league. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I am ashamed. I should never even admit this on the air. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Do tell. I have never been in Tony's. Is that right? Yeah. After and what, I, they 20... are both best, I mean, super close friends, if, Tony and Cheryl. Fifth... Cheryl used to be in the insurance business, and was we were one of her accounts. Huh? And you still never went to Tony's. Well, I don't even know if that was at the same time. I think Tony's has been open for, you know, 25, if not 30 years. Yeah, yeah. well, the, her insurance involvement was before that with us. Was it, anyway. Wasn't her office in there? I don't know. She always came out here. But anyway, the point is, they are both such great friends. Yeah. Scott, I know you don't imbibe much, but we have to go down there. (laughs) You should. You should. And you should do it. Tony's Tavern. I'll eat the peanuts. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Or go, I I believe Tony still does this, uh, and that being that he actually serves, takes goes around and, and on ha- certain happy hours. I thought it was Friday and Sunday or something like that. But he will have wings and and queso and chips and all kinds of stuff. And it's uh, Well, I have learned since, of course, and yet I still haven't broken my habit. Of, I, I'm going to go down. I'm yep. going to go down. Maybe today. Okay. So we, we're way off track here. It's okay. So we were talking about uh, adult softball and all of that. Um, all right. So the Copperheads are putting together what appears to be a week long of uh, daily events. And I see this uh, brochure here. Where did that come from? Well, this, if uh, someone wanted to print that off at their homes. Well, I he, I got this from the young man that I met, who's part of the team or part of the the. The organization now, Charlie Clegg. Um, so, if someone's interested, you can contact Charlie at Charlie Clegg, and that's C L E G G, at copperheadsbaseball.com, or you can call them at 740 231 2757. Again, that's Charlie Clegg. Okay. And uh, he can get you set up. Uh, but uh, the flyer, um, I, Dave, I'll leave you this one. You can. Really? Thank you. Yeah, a gift. Gift for me to you. Okay, I will make sure this gets publicized uh, here on our station a bunch. Um, Okay, Uh, you know, I was at a group the other night, and they, for some reason, I had some piece of business to do with the city, and they walked up, and the door was locked. And so they said, when is this going to end? And, um, well... So you and I were talking in the hallway, and it's ended. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's uh, w- when you say closed, you know, the city building was the, the things like utility billing, um, mm-hmm. my office, city planner, 
that we kept, you know, um, to the to where people could come and engage with us. It was by appointment, call ahead, yada yada, because those the glass doors were locked. Court was open, um, so you could enter into the city building if you had to go to court for whatever reason, municipal court. But yes, Monday, Monday we will be uh, fully open to the public. Uh, again, we are adhering to the CDC guidelines, and that is if you are vaccinated fully, then no masks in the city building. Uh, but if you aren't, you need to wear one. The uh, uh, city council has their last meeting this Monday night at 7 o'clock. Uh, forever? Then, what? <laughs> Wouldn't that be interesting? Uh <laughs> No, not forever. Okay. Uh, before they go on to recess, they nice. go on recess for the month of July. But uh, Monday night is their last meeting. Uh, we believe to where we're going to clear their their slate. Um, but then after that, in August, city council meetings will resume in person meetings. Um, all the boards and commissions have been told that they will be in July. Uh, go to in-person meetings as well and all the boards and commission meetings Dave as you're well aware is that they are all uh, public meetings and open to the public anyone can attend so if it's the arts rec arts parks and rec advisory board there are open meetings if you're into you know the arts uh, the Athens Municipal Art Commission is open to the public you know, even things like the Board of Zoning Appeals, if that's your gig, you know, is open to the public. Shade tree. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, it's uh, hopefully. And, and people that, uh, you know, you said that in such a way, but um, let me back up just a notch and make it a little more, <coughs> I'm going to say serious, but it's not fair to you. Anyway, folks, if you have a particular interest, if you have, uh, you know, it's, it can be an affection for, it can be a concern about, it can be whatever. Um, there are various boards and commissions at the city, and for that matter, even at county level, that need people like you. And so if you make yourself known to the mayor or other city authorities that you... You know, you would love to, well, let's use the example you had, be a member of the Arts, Parks, and Rec Committee mm-hmm. or be a member of the Arts Commission or wh- whatever it might be. Um, make it known. Please. Absolutely, Dave. You know, and I've got, there are vacancies where I'm looking for people who want to serve um You know, I mean, I served 20, I can't remember how many years, um, with Arts, Parks, and Rec. In fact, they added the arts part to it along the way. And uh, I loved being on that, and we really built some good stuff over those years, including the Rec Center and all of that. Mm -hmm. I have all the original architectural plans still on the shelf in the basement, as well as other programs we had hoped to do. To do, I I would love to rejoin that thing, but you know, on the other hand, I did it for twenty, I guess twenty six years. Um, maybe new blood is better, you know what I mean. But 
whatever. If, if if an opening comes up and you're having trouble filling it, I would love to do it. Sure. Well, but, even um, your son served on... Yeah, briefly. Yeah. Three... Oh, it's Parks and Rec Advisory th- Board? Maybe three years. Right. Right. And then I... Most of the time I was there, I, I think you could say I was chaired it. But uh, anyway... Um, and I still keep in touch with former staffers from that department that have moved Do on. Do you? you know, yeah. That's it's natural. I got off the topic here a little bit. Folks, there are committees the city has. They need good people that are willing to come and have a meeting weekly or biweekly or whatever the case may be. Um, they need advice. They need uh, the impressions of the neighbors you work with, all that stuff. So. so, well, right now I've got two vacancies with the Joint Police Advisory Council, uh, which is an interesting council where it's 10 members represent Ohio University in different capacities and 10 members represent the city. And so I'm looking for someone representing a neighborhood association. Mm-hmm. So there's a vacancy there on JPAC. And then I'm also looking for an individual who represents um, uh services in the city uh you know um oh child and family services people who advocate uh is what i'm trying to say uh people who work in the advocacy world um for different organizations looking for someone to serve in that capacity on jpac which uh and there's others that come become available and dave i'll gladly share them with you and you can push them out to the public and well, the, if you do that, we'll uh, make sure they show up on our websites and everything. Uh, Great. You know, publicize it. Um, let's see here. That's uh, okay. By golly, you know what's right around the corner, the 4th of July. Now, before we get to that, we have Juneteenth. And I, I was really pleased with the federal government yesterday and the way they really got got behind that and now that is a federal holiday um effective of course next year although there's still a lot of juneteenth things going on this year there is and and we're talking about uh what date now the 19th of june so that's um this saturday saturday this saturday university has a number of things planned the city has worked with them um and uh, this is only going to get bigger and bigger now. Right. I've got a, a proclamation. Um, I did read it yesterday during my my uh, weekly update with the mayor. And uh, I'm going to be reading it again on Saturday. I'm a- it's actually going to be read again this evening. This evening there was a really interesting event from 6 to 8 p.m. And it is the uh, Athens um, Black Summit um, and Summer uh, summit. Uh, there's already been a summit that took place uh, several months ago, uh, probably six months ago, and uh, it's fascinating because all kinds of things are discussed. Uh, there's a whole series of events that take place tonight from six to eight. It's virtual this year, and uh, uh, but that kind of really kicks things off. And then Saturday, there's another event that's going to take place um, celebrating Juneteenth as well. And, you know, just to kind of talk through Juneteenth a little bit, you know, when Abraham uh, Lincoln, you know, 
read uh, the Emancipation Proclamation and uh, 1865 folks were talking about that was the year 1865 and then two, it took several years two years later for that information about the fact that you know black individuals are no longer to be enslaved uh, it took two years to get to as far as Galveston, Texas. But when that when the news hit Galveston, Texas, Texans started having these large celebrations. So it started in Cal Galveston, Texas, and kind of spread across. There's currently 46 states, in, uh, to include um, uh, the District of Columbia, which clearly isn't a state. Uh, but uh, they all recognized Juneteenth and uh, the state of Ohio does, and as you just indicated, that it will actually become a federal holiday in 2022. But uh, that's, like I said, there's a lot happening. This is all pri also Pride Month. Uh, there's a Pride event that's taking place. It's the Pride Fest Field Day, which is going to be happening at Ohio University on the South Green. Um, so, yeah, there's a, there's <laughs> this is going to be a packed weekend for me. There's also since we're on the topic of um, uh, Juneteenth, there will be a, uh, it's basically a lending library. There's a, uh, one of those small little lending libraries, it's called the Little Library, that'll be dedicated in front of Mount Zion Church. Mm. Um, and that's Saturday at one o'clock from one to 2.20. Uh, there'll be, uh, you know, an individual who's gonna be singing, uh, there's going to be the dedication process. I will be there. Um, I've got a book that I am going to give to the lending library, and uh, it'll be uh, a lot of fun. So, so I've got Juneteenth celebration. I've got a Pride Fest celebration, and I've got the dedication of a small lending library. And again, all of them are in different ways, kind of interwoven. Just a good thing you don't have a wedding anniversary. Exactly. Although, although... I, if by. I may, um, I do have a birthday celebration coming up yeah. the, the Friday after that when my my wife's birthday. Um, and thank goodness I don't have any events that day. Cause, Connie's uh, so cool. She's she's the best. She's the best. And my daughters are rock stars. Uh, I need to meet them. They, uh, anyway, the um, okay, so what a busy weekend. Now, there's one little last point I want to add to this historically. 1865 we're talking about texas the last state to sort of give up on get the news to 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 um to break down slavery and it was a threat from the governor as well as the president but uh on that day 255,000 former slaves became free 255,000. All right. Enough of that. Good thing, but um, we're not a history class, are we? Um, okay, let's see here. Let's talk about... Um, um, -bum -bum -bum. Oh, yes. July. We got Fourth of July right around the corner. It is. Now, you know, we have the city does something. The, the Nelsonville does something. Um, uh, and there may be others. I know for the first time my wife and I my wife said we got to get some fireworks um, a group of friends that we belong to 
they had fireworks from last year they didn't use because COVID came along and we couldn't have a party. So, fireworks is part of 4th of July, typically. And um, the city's display is going to be on uh, generally the day before, right? Correct. On the 3rd of July. That's What day of the week is that this year? Do we know? Oh. No, we don't. Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. I it's got a Saturday, a cal- I believe. I've got a calendar in front of me, but of course it's on June. I'm pretty sure it's Saturday. Okay. Yes, I see it now. So Saturday would be the city's display. Right. It is going to be fired from its customary location. It, it will. At 10 p.m. it'll start. Sort of back behind uh, Lulu's uh, Mexican restaurant there, back in the, along the riverbed. And nobody's allowed to be down there except for the, uh, the people that are working the fireworks and a few security people to make sure others don't wander on. At the end of the, what used to be the end of the bike path, uh, but now it goes on and on. Wow, it's great. Okay. Refocus, Paul. Okay, fireworks. <laughs> um, and who's, who's uh, is that a city project or who? That, well, it is. And if you remember, we we had the firework display last year as well. And, yes. And looking around, uh, my... Sorry, I'm like... Oh. My my wife uh, and kids we we watched it the display we watched it from the practice fields Ohio University's practice fields mm-hmm. right off the Stimson Avenue roundabout um, and then this year same thing Dave it's going to be uh, they'll kick off at 10 p.m. Um, and hopefully we'll have a wonderful show like we did last year and the year before and the year before and uh, and then Thunder in the Valley um, is that uh, also happening? again this year my understanding it is and that's on the fourth correct yes yeah and that's a, a nelsonville project right and they're already saying uh, we have limited parking up there so they want you to arrange for parking in advance if you want to have be right up um in one of those parking lots you know what i mean i do and um so i think we have public service announcements about that going on um Oh, the pool, um, if I may. Okay. You know, there's a young woman in our neighborhood who um, we're helping out. She's, I'm going to say, a little bit developmentally challenged. And um, I think she's 29 and lives in a little group home, you know. We have uh, a dozen or so of those in town. Um, And this pool, man. Um, we'd see her all the time until the pool opened. And now she's just so happy the pool's <laughs> open. Okay, She's digging the pool. Yeah. And, and developed quite a tan, I might add. Um, this is so important to so many different people for so many different reasons. Well, first of all, there's training. You have children's swimming lessons. Um, it's a great place for a family to go and, and each enjoy a certain aspect of the pool. Um, so again, while I was on city council, we did a lot of work on not city council. Well, there too, I guess. But 
this Arts, Parks, and Rec Board, we did so much on the pool. Went through a real refurbishment of it. Um, and we got a nice pool. It's We do. It's good, basic, strong, safe. Yeah. Um, and now the uh, the facility around it has been upgraded, the the buildings and so on, and, and restrooms and changing areas and all that sort of thing. It's just terrific. Yeah. And a splash park now. We do. We, do. Uh, we did have an issue with, uh, you know, some slipping because uh, it was repainted. Um, so the splash pad has been down until we get the, the uh, base repainted with uh, some grit in it okay. but uh, aside from that you getting know, too it, slippery eh? it, it was, yeah it, it we had a couple slip incidents at, at the pool okay. um but you know you can also get your junior lifeguard training at the pool um, there's a lot that goes on in the pool people can can rent the pool after hours for events if they choose to uh no it's a great facility you know, we and, we as a business power 105 um can't remember if we did once or twice a year or come on phone stop um there it's themed to modern family by the say, way kind of hooky well you know that tv show modern I family I, do, yeah. I don't know why yeah. that became my ringtone anyway um i was saying oh we used to have regular power 105 nights yeah and, uh, you know, and we'd have a DJ there playing some music and uh, people just having fun. Um, and, you know, your business can do it, too. Uh, and it can be, um, or your business can have a party for your staff and friends. Uh, and there's all sorts of opportunities. Just get a hold of Arts, Parks, and Rec Committee. Which is easy to do. You can reach reach out to the community center. Call the community center at 740-592-3325. And, uh, you know, anything Arts, Parks, and Rec, call there. Ask. Um, but, uh, yeah, the pool, it's wonderful having the pool open. We we made some, some uh, added some things to the pool this year, or the pool grounds, I should say. Mm-hmm. Some of you may remember that uh, the past couple of years we had these repurposed trash bins, basically is what they were, that were uptown where we repainted them to where they weren't this kind of banal green, uh, but painted in bright colors. They did have, they were planters uptown for a couple of years. We have taken them away or taken them down, but we took them to the pool and they're really attractive, kind of sitting around the pool grounds, adding some color and some flowers. We also took some old um, lamp post or lamp pole planters that existed way back in the day that were sitting down in one of our storage garages and took four of them, uh, repainted them, and they've gone up underneath the breezeway when oh. you come into the pool area. Yeah. And so there's overhead flowers. It's it's a uh, it's nice. What a great pool we do have, and it's so. I think there's a lot of people that came up to me the couple of days after we opened the pool and were just just very appreciative that we had the pool open again this year. There's no capacity restrictions mm-hmm. other than normal capacity sure. restrictions, obviously, because we do have to follow fire code in terms of how many people can be, which is kind of an oddity when you have a big tank of water. Uh, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> we also, you know, uh, couple of years ago when the pool was open uh, 
for years you had to be 18 or older to be a lifeguard and i could never figure out why that was the case and it was like you know there's there's high school individuals who would love to have a paying job and and learning how to uh you know uh, enhance their responsibilities by having to be at work on time and having an, a part-time income coming in so anyway we uh, now have several uh, high school students, uh, 16, 17 year olds, who are also working at the pool, which is is great. Let's um, let's talk about another project, and I think it's coming right up. And that is, um, each year we've had an annual, what would you call it, clean up the hocking type project. Oh, yeah. uh, I think. I think they call it a river sweep or something like that. That's right. Um, yeah, it's the, you know, it's the Ohio river sweep, um, but we we do it on the Hawking River as well. Cause so, obviously so it's not just Athens that's involved on that date. It's no. It's a, a bunch of them. No, this, is, uh, this has come to be via the uh, soil and water conservation districts. Uh, but the Athens district is involved in this. Um, it is going to be June 19th. Again, another Juneteenth event. Mm -hmm. um, and as usual, looking for people who want to volunteer to to walk along and pick up trash. We, we pick up tons of stuff along the river. Um, unfortunately, you know, lots of plastic bottles, sometimes tires, you name it, things that meander down and land on our banks. So uh, it'll be a pretty extensive uh, pickup, and uh, if people are interested, you can call um, Teresa Caldwell, which is the Conservancy Educator Education Coordinator at the Athens Soil and Water Conservation District, and she can be reached at 740-797-6282. Um, again, that's this weekend. You know, we use, Scott, we used to have... Um Teresa Caldwell, is that the name you just mentioned? It is. Well, Reed used to head up the, um, was it Lowe's? It was some construction type materials company. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, and then he headed up the park. He headed up um, um, Stroud's Run. He was a... Um, um, Naturalist. I think that's the one I'm really wrong. I'm wrong on this hardware thing. Anyway, um, his wife, though, is Teresa. And, you know, they both of them have been so dedicated to clean, rural, nice places and rivers and things like that. So, uh, Teresa Caldwell out yep. at... Um, and that's, you know, right next to, uh, I guess it's now called Kroner Veterinary. Uh, they're in the Plains. In the Plains, that's right. Yep, and again, you can reach her at 740-797-6282 if you want to help out with the river sweep. Yeah, there's a, there's a, a lot of interesting things going on um, in the world of, of uh, being good stewards of the planet. Um, this is one of them. I, I just got a call. Uh, actually, it started as an email from an individual who is a OU alum. He's a bobcat. 
but she is part of the Ross um, the Ross uh, Public Health um, in uh, over in the Chillicothe area Health Department. Okay. And she wanted Ross to know County. she you know since she is a Bobcat and spent many time <laughs> a lot a lot of time uh, up in the uptown area and noticed back then the cigarette butt bins that we put up in 2015 on mm -hmm. Court Street mm -hmm. that have the Passion Works motif all of painting you know everyone's every one of these is individualized. Uh, custom designed anyway so she called uh emailed me and then she called me and said you know how did that happen and so i walked her through how we um the process i went through to get different grants uh from the athens what was then the athens foundation now the athens county foundation to keep america beautiful receive grant funding from there uh, to get these up and because they want to do the same thing. They want to have the, these cigarette butt bins to give people a place to put them. And, you know, we collect, you know, roughly 200 pounds, 200 pounds of cigarette butts uh, each year with, you know, via the cigarette butt bins that we have uptown. You know, think about what, what's the weight of a cigarette butt. It's probably, what, 0.3 ounces or something? It's Not even. <laughs> next to nothing. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, it's substantial. And then what we do is we package them up once we have a sizable amount, and we have them shipped to New Jersey to a place called uh, TerraCycle. And they melt, clean them up, melt them down, and turn them into things like park benches. Well, now let's talk about that for a moment. Um, I don't know. Several months ago, there was this big announcement. We're going to turn in all this plastic, particularly the filmy plastic, uh, like the, the bags you're given from any number of stores to take your merchandise out of the store in collecting and uh, there was this spur spurge I'll go with that there was this spurge of everybody taking bags full of these bags to various places some of them were actually overrun I, I won't name businesses but there were some businesses that said they would volunteer to help collect them that finally had to say I can't handle this uh, people just rose to the occasion and the city had a goal, I guess, of building four of these benches. Um, but um, uh, every this is really back down. I think they have everything they need now, they're saying. But why not make 17 of them? Yeah. You know? Um, I don't disagree with you. Um, now, you, you, you took a nice tree from our building here and made one of those. And uh, it, it's wooden, of course. But, uh, the, you know, the the things that really hold up year after year after year are these plastic, nice-looking benches. And they're made out of these waste materials. Right, right. So I, I hope we can keep that going and then find a place that isn't uh, so cumbersome for a business to say. You know, like um, Omax Thrifty. Um, take your bags to Max Thrifty, and they'll collect them and give them to the city. Well, you know, his store is X number of square feet. And there was so much interest in that, 
he was overwhelmed. Um, but there's other places maybe that have more square footage available and could continue to collect them. Or some other non-commercial space. But let's do it. Yeah. I, I like it. I think that there was, wasn't there some of our military organizations that uh, were I part of that as I well? I heard something to this effect. Yeah, yes. I did too. I did too. And I can't remember whether it's AMVETS or whether it was uh, American Legion. One of them. One of them was also involved in this. Okay, effort. now, <clears throat> one of the things I like is un Athens being unique. And um, so there's a, a thing, I, there's some letters you're using. A, U, B, A, or... A Yuba. Okay, I thought it was a, a Dora or something oh. like that. <laughs> <laughs> but Everything is an acronym. Yeah, yeah, Dora. Yeah, let's talk Dora for a minute. Okay, now wait a minute. Is it's not o Dora the Explorer, uh, by the way. Is a Yuba and a Dora the same thing? No. No. Oh. A Yuba is the Athens Uptown Business Association, which is a... Never heard of it. You haven't heard of it. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, it falls under the Chamber of Commerce, um, but it is the chamber members that are in the uptown area um and they came to me uh earlier much earlier this year and started talking having the conversation about having a designated outdoor refreshment area or dora for short designated outdoor refreshment area and what these are is these are basically within a specified footprint uh, or area uh, within any city in the state of Ohio, mm -hmm. um, if they apply, they can have open container on the city sidewalks as people are kind of strolling along and and uh, wanting to just endure, enjoy being outdoors or uh, maybe popping into some of our uh, retail stores in the uptown area like Artifacts or into um, Ohio is Home, uh, you know, whatever. And... Uh, the we're working through the process now uh, with city council. A third reading will come up Monday night on the Dora. Uh, the Dora would basically go all the way from Carpenter on North Court Street down to the intersection of Union and Court and then down Union to uh, basically close to Smith Street and the depot um, where, as you most yeah. people know, Athens Uncorked is down there. Uh, so it 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 can't exceed 150 acres. Well, the, our footprint of what we've put together is uh, less than 50 acres. I think it's 48 acres, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, the way they, they the way this will work uh, once we get it through council and get it approved by the Department of Commerce is that it'll be functional during the summer uh, between May, the second week in May, I believe, to the through the second week in August. It'll be... So it's a summertime thing. It'll be a summertime thing. It'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays um, between certain times. Uh, so they'll, you know, as an example, Saturdays and uh, Fridays and Saturdays, it'll go from, uh, I believe it's noon to 10 p.m., and then it stops. Um, so uh, there's... So if I were so inclined, I could go. I could go to Athens Uncorked and be served a nice glass of wine, a plastic cup of wine. 
and uh, well, I'm in this damn phone, Scott. You gotta start telling me to leave the phone out of the studio. Okay. Um. And, and then stroll up Union, and then down to Tony's Tavern. <laughs> you could. Yes, you could. Sipping along the way. Now there'll be plastic compostable cups, so you can't have your wine in a glass. You know, there's no glass no, no, containers. No, well, of course. And it'll have. There'll be each cup will be labeled. You know, Dora. Um, really. Yes, and each each cup has to be purchased as well. Uh, so it's a dollar a cup, I believe, and then and then the cost of whatever your drink is, whether it's beer, or cocktail, yeah, wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, I, first of all, I, I I think it's fine. Um, I, I I think it's another uniqueness that Athens deserves. <laughs> I, I do too. Well, Chillicothe has one. My good friend Mayor oh, Luke yeah, Feeney was so telling much me about fun it over there. You know, <laughs> but I mean, Marietta now has one. Um, well, they're you know, okay for the yeah on Front Street and and First. But anyway, uh, like I said, there's over 40 of these across the state. Um, there's one in you know when we were thinking this through, I was reaching out to comparables to Athens. When I say comparables, you know, college towns. So Oxford, they have one. They've yeah, had they... one for a while. They do. Uh, Kent has one uh, that they've had for a while. So. Um, you know these, uh, and without incident, um, in in the other college mm-hmm. towns that I've spoken to, so that's good. That's good. Okay, so let's see some of our regular groups. Uh, we only have three minutes, by the way, two and a half, I guess. Um, like community relations commissions, and um, you already mentioned the Joint Police Advisory Board. Uh, these different organizations, and the city has what. 20? I believe it's 23. 23 such units that come together of people that have an interest in or a knowledge about and can help with guidance and, um, well, I'll leave it at that. People that have an interest, how do you want them to make it known? Well, if you could help me, Dave, and we can get it out on your website um, as they come available, as there are vacancies, I can absolutely um, let you know and post sure. it out there. We uh, try our best to get it out on our website. Um, I try to announce them when they come available at press conferences uh, that I have. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just constantly getting the, the word out. And if they would call my office, which is easy to do, 740-592-3338. Um, and uh, just let us know. I'm interested in serving on any board or I'm interested in specific ones. I mean, we have everything. You know, we have the Civil Service Board. Um, we have uh, you know Planning Commission to where there mm-hmm. are three um, uh volunteer residents from the city well, when we have vacancies on those that board i mean there's all kinds of boards and commissions there's the affordable housing commission there's the um uh the ones we've already mentioned i mean there's there's quite a few of the shade tree commission uh the environment and sustainability commission some of the boards and commissions are appointed people are appointed by council uh and then there's a large number of them that individuals are appointed by the mayor so let me know well, get me a city flag, William. I, w- okay. <laughs> I will get you a I city wanna, flag. I want to put one outside the house. And uh, 
I'm on it. Okay. I'm on it. Um, But I've heard that before. I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of time, folks. But listen, uh, Steve Patterson, as you can tell by this show, very easy to talk to. If you have points you'd like to bring up, suggestions, thoughts, just stop him on the street, man. Yeah, please do. Okay. Have a wonderful day, okay? You too. All right. Scott? Not you. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N-S. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Labor Department's announced a surprise increase in jobless claims. 412,000 people filed for unemployment last week. That's the highest level in a month and the biggest jump since March. Bank rates Mark Hamrick. The path ahead is uncertain with many questions yet to be answered. We don't know how successful businesses will be in finding the workers they want or how many they will ultimately hire. Another unfolding mystery, we don't know how many individuals will opt to return to the workforce or their old jobs, or will be willing to accept the wages they're offered. Almost all of the increases came from Pennsylvania and California. The ransomware business is booming. We're just learning cyber attacks jumped by 93% per week over the past 12 months. One expert blames hackers getting better at what they do. The Eurasia Group's Ian Bremmer doesn't think yesterday's Biden-Putin summit will do much to stop Russian-based cybercrime. I think that Biden's willingness uh, to engage in serious deterrence and make the Kremlin pay for the cyber attacks, the ransomware attacks that are hitting the U.S. companies. I don't think Russia thinks it's credible. CBS News has learned 30 women are suing the company behind the world's most popular porn site for allegedly exploiting them for profit. Correspondent Wendy Gillette has details. My heart dropped into my stomach. Isabella told CBS this morning about the revulsion she felt when she discovered a new video of herself shared with a boyfriend when she was 17 years old was posted on the public website Pornhub viewed by 200,000 people including many at her college. Just knowing that that many people saw it really messed me up. This is expected to be the worst day of an extreme heat wave in the West with temperatures of 118 in places like Phoenix. Fire Captain Ray Sanchez. Our call volume is going to go up and we're expecting it and we're ready for it. The rental car market is so tight people are going to even greater lengths to get loaners. CBS's Jim Crisula. With many dealerships having limited supplies of new vehicles because of the